Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Would you be the jerk for ignoring someone that makes you feel uncomfortable? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for outshining my husband at his birthday party by announcing my pregnancy? The title says most of it. I, 24-year-old female, found out a day before my husband's 29th birthday that we're expecting our first baby. I wanted to make it special for him, so I decided to tell him the next day. He doesn't really like to celebrate his birthdays, but this year his family's moving abroad. So we decided to throw a party where all close family and friends can gather before they move away. All of them were the people whom I knew were going to be really happy by this news, so I decided to announce it in front of everyone. My husband was of course the happiest one, but after that, the rest of the party was all about me and the baby. Some even forgot to wish him because they were busy congratulating me. I kind of felt bad for taking the attention away from him, but he didn't even seem to mind it. Later that day, his best friend came to me when I was in the kitchen just to say that it was very selfish of me to announce my news when it was my partner's day. He said that my partner doesn't even celebrate his birthdays, and now that he decided to celebrate one? I shouldn't have made it all about myself. He even accused me of doing it on purpose because according to him, I cannot stand it when all the attention is not on me. I decided not to argue with him because he's never liked me, but I can't help feeling awful for taking all the attention away from him. He's not hinted that he's upset at this and I haven't told him yet what his friend said. Afterwards, husband told me it was the best gift he received and it made his day even more special. However, he did not mention anything about announcing it in front of our families or not telling him first in private. We're a very close-knit family and I believe telling them this soon shouldn't be an issue. Am I the jerk? So considering the overall outcome here, I don't think OP's the jerk in this situation. But I think had the husband not been totally on board with this, OP very easily could have been. Personally, I feel like most people would probably want to know in advance rather than having something as big as a pregnancy announcement come as a surprise at their birthday party. I mean, I feel like most people would want to be able to talk that out privately first. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for locking my girlfriend inside for her own good? 22-year-old male, so my girlfriend, 21-year-old female, has a bit of wanderlust. I'm almost positive she has some form of ADHD because she is incredibly forgetful and at times careless. She'll do things like leave her purses, books, phone, and at times keys in the car, boil an egg on the stove and only remember once the water has completely evaporated and is burning, as well as other appliance-related problems. She always talks about how she'll get around to getting diagnosed and medicated, but never does. Apparently, she's been like this her whole life. Anyways, we recently moved in together, a house that belonged to my grandmother, but we both pay utilities, tax, and bills. And it's been great, honestly, except for these little problems. The major point of contention right now is how she'll at times leave through the back door in the middle of the night on walks and be gone for hours. We've had disagreements about this multiple times in the past where I've told her that her walks are dangerous and make me uncomfortable. She'll leave at around 1-2am to to walk around our rural neighborhood for hours at a time, 
sometimes when her phone is low on battery. I have no idea why she does this. She's told me that it's exercise and she enjoys the solitude, but it makes me comfortable as freak. I worry about what could happen in the middle of the night with no one around and she doesn't appreciate me coming with her too much. Worse yet, she'll leave the back door unlocked because she still hasn't gotten her own set of house keys. So it's up to me to readmit my wayward girlfriend every few nights. I've decided to draw my line. I've refused to unlock the back door and had it locked from both ends so she's forced to use the front door for her trips. Not even she would dare leaving the front door unlocked to go gallivanting into the night, so I'm good on that end. The only thing is that she got incredibly frustrated at me and called me a controlling jerk and hasn't been talking to me. I don't think I am when she refuses to behave like a literal sensible adult. So yeah, am I the jerk here? I find it ridiculous because she could simply go out to get her own pair of keys to thwart me, but she's the type that can't have too many errands on her mind. She'll have a list of five and then feel overwhelmed and tapped out after completing one. I love her, but she is insane. Personally, I can't really blame OP because I know if I was in OP situation, I would be feeling the same type of way about them going off into the night on these random walks with low battery phone. And especially, it would be pretty annoying for them to not only just wander off like that and leave you wondering how they are, what's going on, but to then show up and expect you to come downstairs and let them back in, like as if they're the dog you let roam around the yard for a while. I just understand finding that uncomfortable and annoying. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to stop dog sitting for my ex? I've been dating Mark for 5 months. Prior to meeting Mark, I was in a casual relationship with John and developed a bond with his senior dog Luna. Though I stopped seeing John more than a month before meeting Mark, I still dog sit for Luna if I'm still available when John goes out of town. Luna can be boarded, but it's very stressful for her because she doesn't get along with other dogs, and I enjoy spending time with her. It's good easy money, and John appreciates it. John doesn't have a couch or a guest bed, so I sleep in his bed when I dog sit. John and I don't see or talk to each other except about Luna. Because I had a casual relationship with John, Mark is upset that I continue to watch Luna now that he and I are dating. I'm currently dog-sitting her for a week and a half, and this is the second time I've watched her since we started dating. He feels disrespected because I won't leave Luna alone overnight to stay with him, and because I sleep in John's bed. I can't bring Luna to his house because he has a dog. I'm having a hard time understanding why he feels so angry and hurt that I won't stop watching Luna, and I view it as more jealousy and ego that he needs to deal with. Am I the jerk? Unless OP's genuinely giving some kind of reason for this guy to not trust them, I think this is just an insecurity from Mark. Personally, I don't really see what's wrong with what OP's doing. I think if anybody tries to argue that what OP's doing is wrong, it's just superficial stuff. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not giving my son money to buy his own ticket? I took my three kids to the movies with my husband. When we arrived, my oldest, 15, said he wanted to watch a different movie than the rest of the family. I said that was fine, and we would meet him at the ice cream place across the street. His choice would start and end later. We wanted to split up, and then he said I forgot to give him money for a ticket. I asked him why I would give him money for a ticket. He said he needs the money to buy his ticket. I said he could use his own money. He said that it wasn't fair because I was going to buy a ticket for him before. I said I was going to buy tickets for the whole family for a family outing. 
If he's doing his own thing, he needs to pay for it. He said he didn't want to pay and would just watch the same movie as the rest of us. He was grumpy afterwards and my husband said I was petty. I don't think it's petty. I think it's a life lesson. People are more than piggy banks. I'm a little conflicted on this one because I understand where OP's coming from. They wanted to have a family outing and for your 15 year old to go, eh, I don't want to watch that, I'm going to go to a different movie by myself. It might put you in some type of mood where you're like, well, okay, but I'm not supporting that decision, so good luck. But at the same time, the kid is just 15. What do you guys think? Is OP the jerk here? This next story is, am I the jerk for kicking everyone out of my party? My wife has been depressed lately, losing her well-paying job in November of last year. Her unemployment ran out, and she's now an assistant manager at a fast food place. She had a three-phase interview for a job last week and didn't get picked at the end of it after almost a two-month process. We decided to go through and host our 4th of July barbecue and pool party. My brother is a jerk and my parents enable him. My wife and I have her degree on our living room wall. My brother told her, You might as well shred that experience piece of paper because it's doing you no good. My wife started crying and that's extremely out of character for her. She goes to the bedroom and locks herself in. My brother said it's a joke, but I had enough and told everyone to go freaking home. The party is cancelled. My parents started arguing saying some people drove a few hours to be here and I said have the party at your place. I told everyone to grab whatever you came with and leave. It was about 20 to 25 people and my mom said I'm an awful host and an embarrassment to my family and I said the same thing about my brother. He started it, so I made everyone leave. I'm getting mixed text messages about either checking in on my wife or being a jerk after kicking everyone out over one little comment my brother made. I understand why OP did what they did, but I feel like if you were going to kick people out, ideally you just kick the brother out and keep on going, but especially more than anything, I'd go to the wife and see how they feel and what they want. If she wants the whole thing to just be shut down and done with, then yeah, you can't blame OP for just shutting it down. The day's ruined and the person they love the most is upset. What's the point in trying to continue this? Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to pay for my daughter's wedding because she won't let me walk her down the aisle? I'm a 48-year-old man, and my 19-year-old daughter has always been an independent thinker. I raised her to be independent and think for herself, which I've always appreciated. However, we recently hit a bit of a snag. She got engaged and decided that she doesn't want me to walk her down the aisle at her wedding. She argues that her mother and I don't own her, therefore we have no right to give her away. I feel hurt by this because we never treated her like an object or piece of property. Rather, we've tried our best to provide her with a wonderful life. Her stance seems extreme to me and despite discussions, she's refusing to budge on the issue. I respect her choices, but I feel she's disregarding our feelings completely. As a response, I told her that if she feels that way, then I won't be paying for her wedding. I don't want to come across as controlling or manipulative. It's true, I don't own her. I also don't owe her a fully funded wedding. She can pay for her own wedding if she's insistent on this stance. I'm feeling quite conflicted about this. Am I the jerk? I think OP's honestly pretty reasonable. I don't understand where she's coming from. Honestly, I think she's trying to like turn the tradition of a wedding and walking your kid down the aisle into some kind of weird possessive thing. 
that maybe some people feel or view it in that light, but obviously, I don't think most people see it as some like possessive thing. I think most people want to walk their kid down the aisle because it's a great honor. You know, it's like a supportive thing. Either way, OP's in no way obligated to pay for this wedding to begin with, and if they feel especially slighted, they're not the jerk for not paying for it. Our next story is, am I the jerk for letting my daughter be kicked out of a wedding since she wasn't modest enough? My daughter is 18, Emma. Before she turned 18, we had a rule that I could ask them to change if the outfit wasn't appropriate. Rarely happened because I truly didn't care as long as the main parts were covered. Now, when they turned 18, they're an adult and most of the house rules didn't really apply. We were invited to a wedding of a close friend. My daughter is friends with her daughter and I'm friends with the mother. They're religious. I know this and she knows this. It was a church and the invite said modest, no cleavage, knee length and so on. I didn't expect anything else. Well, a few weeks ago, Emma showed what dress she was going to wear and I mentioned that it won't work. The dress was cute but strapless. I thought she would change it but didn't. So on the day of the wedding, she wore that. I even commented that it won't work again. She said it'll be fine. Well, we get there and her friend's brother stopped her at the door. She tried to argue but got kicked out. I still went to the wedding. I got home today and she called me a butt for not defending her and staying at the wedding with their old school dress code. The daughter has nobody to blame but herself. She was warned multiple times that the conservative family here is not going to approve. She was the one that gambled on it and it didn't pay off. This next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting to dedicate half my wedding to my fiancé's sister? I, 29-year-old female, got engaged to my boyfriend Peter, 30-year-old male, in early 2023, and our wedding is scheduled for early 2024. Peter has a sister, Olivia, who's 15 and was recently diagnosed with leukemia. She's receiving chemotherapy and as far as I know, it's not terminal. One of Olivia's dreams in life is to get married. Ever since I've known her, she's talked about her future wedding and has planned every last detail. Since she got diagnosed, she's become worried that she won't be able to have her dream wedding because she might pass before that happens. Based on what I know about her diagnosis, she'll likely survive and go on to live a full life. But it's a definite possibility she could die. Peter and I are currently in the wedding planning stage, and this is also where we might be the jerks. Peter's parents approached us a few days ago and asked if we would be willing to dedicate some of our wedding time to Olivia since she might not get one of her own. According to them, Olivia wants to wear a wedding dress, invite a lot of her friends, have a say in the food and cake decorations, and have a first dance with her boyfriend. They said it's better to do all this at me and Peter's wedding because then the family can celebrate all together. Peter and I were shocked that they would ask this since we thought that our wedding would be about us. I know Olivia is struggling and I feel completely awful for her since no teenager should have their youth ruined by cancer, but I don't see why we can't have a separate party. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. 
A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. For Olivia, instead of having to dedicate half our day to her, especially since she would likely get most of the attention due to her condition, Additionally, it would cost a lot more money to pay for Olivia's friends to attend the wedding. Peter's parents only offered to pay for 75% of the additional cost, and Peter and I aren't made of money. Peter and I told Peter's parents we would think about it, but after discussing it, we decided it would be better to say no because we'd prefer our day to be about us. But we'd be more than willing to pitch in funds and help plan a separate party for Olivia. But when we informed Peter's parents, they were furious. They said they couldn't believe we were prioritizing ourselves over a child with cancer and that we were being selfish. They said this might be Olivia's only chance for a wedding, and how dare we deny her dying wish. I said I didn't understand why we couldn't have a separate party, but Peter's parents said they wanted it to feel authentic for Olivia, so it would be better to do it at an actual wedding. When they started raising their voices, Peter and I left. But since then, Peter's family has been spamming us with messages about how terrible we're being to Olivia and how they can't believe we're not being considerate of her wishes. Peter and I both frequent this sub, so we wanted to know what the internet thinks. Are we being unreasonable here? I think this is an extremely awkward situation. I feel bad for her, obviously, but I don't think somebody else's big day needs to be completely taken over to give her that experience. It's just not fair to the people who deserve to have their own special day. And I think their offer of trying to pitch in in a big way to help plan a different party for Olivia is more generous than they even need to do. This next story is, am I the jerk for not helping my little brother out when he got sick at a family wedding? I, male 23, and my brother Ryan, 19, went to a family wedding yesterday. To cut to the chase, he's an overeater. This has always been an issue, but as of lately, since he moved out, it's skyrocketed. During the wedding, I noticed he was eating an abnormal amount of food. First, he went to an all-you-can-eat candy table and filled his plate to the top with candy. Then he ended up going back and forth from the candy table to the buffet. I noticed he went back and forth at least three times with full plates. I decided to walk over to him and say something because it was out of control. 
I went over to him and warned him that he's overeating and that he might get sick again like he has in the past. He got mad at me for bringing up his past and told me to mind my business. I decided to ignore him and go to the dance floor. A half hour later, I see him briskly walking over to me with a horrified look on his face. He pulled me aside and right away I noticed something was wrong and he smelled. He told me to follow him to the bathroom and I realized as we were walking that he was holding his butt walking weird and smelling like crap. I immediately scolded him and flat out asked if he pooed his pants. He said wait until we get in the bathroom, but I snapped and started saying what the heck is wrong with you? Once we got to the bathroom, he told me to block the door and I said no, other people need to use this. He said he had to clean his pants and if I can't block the door while he does it, then to get someone else to help him. At that point I was so mad I said freak no, I'll just mind my own business then and went to walk out. As I was walking out, our grandpa walked in and saw him taking off his pants to run it under the sink. Our grandpa just looked at us both and walked out. I walked out too because I was so embarrassed to be associated with this. Somehow it spread and I heard people whispering about it and some even laughing. He ended up leaving and not going to the family brunch today. I never wanted to be involved in this and I tried to warn him. I'm upset because he's not answering my texts and just want this to be forgotten. I don't really blame OP, they definitely warned them. Although I do think that it would have been a little bit cooler of OP to just have helped out in that situation because, like, even God forbid looking past the fact that he binged himself to making this mistake in his pants, accidents in general do happen and I know if I was in his situation, I'd be praying that somebody helps me out and guards the door while I clean up. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my fiance that he's acting crazy? I'm getting married soon and I want to have my little sister, 9 year old female, as my junior bridesmaid. She is in love with princesses and anything princessy. She even has a very beautiful white princess dress that she's always wanted to wear. She asked me if she can wear it for my wedding and I said why not, go ahead. She looked so happy and she's been very excited, especially because we let her buy high heels and my parents allowed her to wear makeup for my wedding. When my fiancé found out, he was against it. He argued that she shouldn't wear a white princess dress for our wedding and how it's inappropriate. I told him that I don't have a problem with it and I don't think a kid is going to outshine me and asked him if he's worried that she'll outshine him. He called me ridiculous and said since my sister can wear that, then is it okay for his sisters to wear something like that? I told him that his sisters, female 23 and 21, are a bit old for that but sure why not. I could use a good laugh at my wedding. I told him he's acting crazy and he called me a jerk and he thinks since it's our wedding, this should be our decision. I don't think OP's the jerk. It's going to be very hard to get upstaged by anything a 9 year old is wearing at your wedding. This guy was definitely blowing it up for no good reason. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to help my daughter honor her stepfather at her wedding? I have two children, Emily, 30 year old female, and Hayes, 26 year old male, with my ex-wife. She left me a few months after Hayes was born and ended up getting back together with her high school ex, Sam. Sam and my ex ended up marrying seven months later. Emily has always adored Sam. I, however, hate the guy. For years, he would work on getting under my skin, saying I wasn't a good enough dad to my daughter because I wasn't enough and she considered him her dad too. He would tell me every single time she had called him Daddy Sam or Dad Sam. When I told him he was being childish, He'd tell me in return that he knew it cut me up inside to have to share her affection as dad. 
He told me one day he would be walking her down the aisle, and maybe she'd even want him to do it alone, and wouldn't want me anywhere near them for that. Despite this, Sam was never able to come between me and Emily, and we've always been very close. Sam never cared for Hayes as much. I think Hayes being gay has a large part to play, and Sam not caring for him as much as he does Emily. There are times I've had to restrain myself from exploding in front of the kids when Sam would taunt me. I knew he'd love a chance to get me out of my kids' lives. Last year, Sam was diagnosed with motor neuron disease. He's now in a wheelchair and has lost his mobility, and his speech has suffered greatly. Emily's getting married in a few months and wanted us both to bring her down the aisle. A week ago, she came to my house and told me she wanted to pay a special tribute to Sam, and she wanted my help to do it, both finance and planning. I told her I would not help her with that. She was upset, said Hayes refused to help her as well. She told me Sam means a lot to her, and she would have thought I would be glad that she had two amazing father figures. I told her Sam and I did not have a positive relationship, and there's no way I would ever spend my money or time doing something nice for the man. I told her he had treated me poorly over the years, and I accepted she loved him, but he wasn't worthy of my money or that effort in my eyes. She asked me if I would do it for her. I told her I couldn't. She said okay. Emily's fiancé called me up after this and said whatever petty issues between Sam and I, could I not do something for my daughter when she's going to lose one of her most special people? He said I was breaking Emily's heart because she doesn't want to be caught between us that it's clear I'm enjoying watching Sam suffer as he is and that's proven by my actions and I'm not being a good dad to Emily. Am I the jerk? I just can't blame OP and I don't think they're the jerk here when you're treated for decades like that from somebody like this. I think it's more than fair to be rock solid on that person not being worth your time or money. As much as their daughter wants to try to twist it and use emotional manipulation to say, please can't you do it for me? It doesn't change the history that has gone on between you two. This next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting to vacation with my family? My sister bought a vacation house that was presented as a gift for the family to use. Since then, she's moved into the house, choosing to work from home there. To me, it's no longer a vacation house, but her home, and that means visiting family, not vacationing. We have a lot to coordinate with kids' schools and work schedules. Whenever we find time to go, it ends up not being a vacation and basically my sister's show. My sister earns a lot more than the rest of my siblings, and since it's her house, we end up doing what she wants to do and eating where she wants to. Now, she's extremely generous and I love her dearly, it's just that while there, it's not really a vacation. We cook, clean, and some even work. Unlike my siblings, I don't work from home. So when I take time off work to go on vacation, I actually want to go on vacation. My husband took a new job a couple of years ago, and his schedule became more restrictive, so we've been unable to go on these family trips. It's honestly been amazing. We've traveled to new places, relaxed, enjoyed ourselves, and just overall been happier. Now the problem, this year everyone has been trying to plan a trip, but our schedules are not lining up. My other siblings got together and decided on a time to go, leaving me out of the conversation. The problem is they planned it at my daughter's birthday. They know we always take off work and take her on a trip to celebrate. Before anyone comes at me, she hates parties and it was her idea. She gets to choose the location and what we're going to do. They announced their plan at a family dinner and our parents were so happy. 
I was too shocked and stunned at the audacity to say much. Here's where I might be the jerk. I put my fork down, smiled, and said, I hope you enjoy celebrating my daughter's birthday without us. We already have plans. I then picked my fork up and continued eating while the table was open-mouthed around me. I think even my husband was shocked, but he just smiled and continued eating too. My parents later told me that I hurt my siblings' feelings for ruining their surprise. I told them it wouldn't have been ruined if they'd bother to ask me or include me on the plan making. My siblings are calling me the jerk for not appreciating the great gift our sister gave us and not respecting her schedule. So am I the jerk for not wanting to vacation with my family? OP's definitely not the jerk here. They should have checked in before going and making birthday plans for your kid. This next story is, am I the jerk for ignoring a guy that made me uncomfortable? I recently went on a trip with my friend organized by my uni class. On the first day, this guy from another class approached us and asked if he could join us for lunch. We noticed that everyone else in his class was avoiding him, but we thought he was lonely, so we agreed to have a meet with us. Immediately, it's clear why his classmates ignore him. He seems to be unaware of most social clues and has uncommon hobbies. However, I try to be nice to him. My friend on the other side keeps being rude to him and acts very bothered by his presence. The trip goes on and the guy keeps staring at us from afar, tries to interact with us, despite us clearly showing we want to be by ourselves. He asks both me and my friend for our numbers to go out for drinks later that night. We say no. However, he waits until I'm alone and corners me asking again for my number. I give in since professors are close by and I don't want to cause a scene. Maybe this is where I made a mistake. Throughout the day, he starts complimenting me, specifically my physical appearance. I do not engage with him. Then he starts complaining that I never speak, that he still knows nothing about me. Professors jump in on agreeing that I'm extra quiet. I admit I am sensitive about this topic, so I start becoming extra uncomfortable. This constant bother continues with him complaining that I'm not speaking enough, that I'm not smiling, etc. I was already uncomfortable at this point. I made a joke to my friend. I see a bed exposed in a shop window, saying I was so tired I would gladly go sleep there. The guy chimes in commenting that lots of people would surely pay to look at me. My friend scolds him for being a creep and he plays dumb. Later that night we go to dinner and this guy of course sits in front of me. My friend sits next to me, but with her back directed towards me throughout the whole dinner, so I am forced to interact with this guy, while professors keep teasing me because I'm so quiet. My friend even encourages the guy to keep talking to me, despite me previously telling her I was very uncomfortable. In the end, the guy asks me to go out together. I refuse, saying I'm very busy. At this point, I was panicking and I was so stupid not to say I'm in a relationship or that I'm not interested. He keeps insisting and I keep rejecting him. Finally, the dinner ends and I'm very upset both at him and at my friend for not helping me at all through this uncomfortable situation. The first day we're all back home, he texts me, How are you? Of course, I don't reply since I'm still bothered. My friend, however, tells me I was being too harsh on him. Am I the jerk? I feel like I gave him so many signals that I wasn't interested and he actively chose to ignore them. On the other side, maybe I wasn't clear enough on not being interested in him. Yeah, so OP's clearly not the jerk here, and also, personally I'm very disappointed in those professors. I mean, can they not understand what's going on here? 
Have they never dealt with any students that aren't just outgoing or forthcoming in general? Do they not have the concept of introverts or people that just aren't the most comfortable being loud or talking a lot? I mean, looking past the fact that they couldn't see that this guy was creeping on OP, they should know better than making fun of somebody for not talking enough. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.